Hello there, everybody. Welcome to Movies Are Real for the month of October 2K22. Spooky, even though it's November now. Ooh, the ghost of October past. Hello, I'm George. Uh, you know what I'm saying, Ryan Lance? No, not even a little bit. Ah, uh, you know what I'm saying. Carrie, how are you doing? I'm so scared. Oh, great. Uh, hello there, everybody. Uh, welcome to the podcast where we talk about the movies of the month of October 2022. This is Movies Are Real. We talk about movies about a month late. But you know, we like to compact the month and then talk about them then. Um, October, spooky movies. Usually what that month has. Um, typically. Typically. Uh, okay, I was going to say, there's there's one, I forgot that there's one movie we have to talk about as it's October. There's a month in that. There's a, hol- there's a holiday in that month. That is associated with a movie franchise, and I completely forgot we have to talk about it until right now. Black Adam? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, let's talk about it. Ryan, you saw Terrifier 2. I did see People are the headlines of this movie. It's making so much money. It's just killing it out there. I think so much might compare to how much they spent it to. Because it's it's made like $10 million, I think, which... That's actually... That's not that much at all, but... No, but they... Very low budget, so... Um, but yeah, so there's this clown man. Yeah, Ark the Clown. It's the sequel to Terrifier One, which had like a cult following, and this was you know more of a budget and just more goopy grossness and uh, practical effects, which are all very impressive. Um, and it's just the story of this clown going around killing people on Halloween night and having as a, one does as a clown having, does having having a good old laugh while he does it, but usually to himself. People, other people are usually not laughing. Ryan Lance not known to appreciate uh, goopiness. I mean goopiness, but not bloodiness a lot. And I think I, it has to like there has to be like a reason for it. Like, <laughs> like you know if and that's why spoiler i did not like this movie very much is it's just like bloody and gross and there's not really any substance to that there's nothing interesting to say or that it's doing if you wrote this as a tweet review to this movie you'd get your ass roasted oh i know i know (laughs) but like here's the thing because like terrifier one like had a cult following and i never really understood that and then this you know kind of blew up more but like it still doubles down on like it's all about Art the Clown, but it's like, who is he? He has no, like, established per. He doesn't talk. He's just funny and goofy. There's nothing, like... He doesn't have, like, a signature weapon, like a Freddy, mm. Freddy Krueger or a Jason Voorhees. Um, my favorite part of Terrifier 1 is when um, a lady, like... He had, like, a knife or something, and a lady, like, took it from him and was, like, stabbing him. And he's like, oh, and he just took out a gun and shot her. <laughs> Which is like, okay, there's, I guess you have no rules. This is very strange. This sounds pretty great. I think, I think you'd, you and uh, Greg would enjoy them purely for like the goopiness and like the silliness. Cause they are very silly. Um, this one especially, but it just doesn't, it just doesn't lead to anything interesting. And also this movie is two and a half hours long. That is long. That is a long time. And it's. <clears throat> really drags and there's a lot of stuff in there that just doesn't like move anything forward it's just like more gross stuff and i get that from like if you're having fun with that then it's like oh cool more fun weird stuff but if you're not enjoying it it like like it makes you just very like not happy that you're still watching this movie Hmm. um i don't really know what to say about it um it is what you think it is it is what you think it is it's 
You watched it because you had to use your season pass? 100%, yes. <laughs> and I was also curious because this was getting like a lot of buzz. buzz. <laughs> um, but yeah, if, if you enjoy practical effects, this has you know, really good stuff. Just it's it's just a it's 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 just a just a goopy murdery time. Um, not very funny. It's, <laughs> I don't think clown. it's I don't think it's very funny. It, I, Does he say is he a dead serious clown or does he have like jokes? He doesn't talk. Oh, never mind. He just like does like little gestures, like he's like, hey, uh, uh, I'm doing like motions with my body. Yes, I, that translates really well in the audience. Yeah, it does. <laughs> But he, he doesn't talk at all. He just like does motions like with his body and like smiles and like frowns and all that stuff. And when he's like, when he like is playing with people, like he'll be all like silly and like clown like. But then once he's like in murder zone, he's like a dead serious, like just, you know, sawing skin off and stuff mm. like that. Uh, saw in, in the first one, he saw a woman who's hanging upside down, like crotch down. Like he nice. started from the crotch and then he went up to her. Or I guess down to her head, and um, in this one, like he just removed a bunch of a lady's skin for mm. fun because he's silly. Um, one of the one other bit, uh, he decapitated a lady, and then some trick or treaters came to the house, and he had emptied her head and put candy in Hell the skull, yeah. and he was like, "Yee!" And then the kids like, "Thanks!" And like it's all goopy and weird, and it's just a head, and like. It's all very like fun and creative, but I just don't care about this clown. Carrie, this sounds like a good time to you. I, yeah, it sounds great. I, I think Carrie, I think Carrie would enjoy it, but I think you would I'd agree with me at least with like, yeah, there's nothing like really going on here. Yeah, but I wouldn't have a problem with it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Baby. yeah, it's, it's <laughs> forty minutes longer than 2008's The Incredible Hulk. Yes, which is a movie I've been thinking about it's recently. The movie ever. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, does this seem like a movie, like uh, a kind of movie that Shutter would get the streaming rights to? Yes, but um, it's specifically on Screenbox, which is the bloody disgusting uh, streaming service that they own. Um, but yeah, this I didn't know Bloody Disgusting owned it. I, I knew about Screenbox. Yeah, Bloody Disgusting owns it, from my understanding. This is a Bloody Disgusting movie. We'll be talking about some more Shutter. I'm gonna look later. into this uh, clown. No, no, just this Screenbox Shutter thing going on. Yeah. That's interesting. Anyways, uh, continuing on the spooky tangent, uh, and this one is a, a much more of a household name. I like this fucking clown. You know what I'm saying? Nobody gives a shit about this clown. Hellraiser. They made a new Hellraiser movie, but this time, not like some sort of tax write-off weird, we have the rights, and if we don't make a movie for this, mo for this we're going to lose the rights sort of deal. Uh, Hellraiser, directed by David Bruckner uh, of uh, The Night House fame and a lot of other stuff that one vhs uh short in the first one about that one lady uh what else did he make that i'm forgetting about carrie he did the southbound segment with the guy performing surgery on the lady's mm -hmm. legs mm -hmm. and uh he did the ritual which mm -hmm. is a netflix film which i enjoy he's also he shows up in a movie i recently saw as himself and i don't oh. remember which one <laughs> what yeah <laughs> like a documentary well no not as himself as in like he's just an extra He's just oh, in, okay. I don't remember what it was. It's probably one of the VHS things he showed up as a cameo. Probably. Anyways, uh, so a new Hellraiser. Like, That's David Bruckner! <laughs> Steve, <laughs> look, it's David Bruckner! Oh, I love that guy. <laughs> so the Hellraiser franchise uh, has gone through a lot of hard times. There's like three good movies, and the rest are just like weird nonsense things. Uh, so, the, you know, the, 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 they've been through it. 
the the hell priests. Um, but now we have it. We had a brand new one, actually, with put some effort into it on Hulu, um, and I think it's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have a Jamie Clayton here as the hell priest, the pinhead, if you will. But she's a lady, um, and I don't know. I thought it was all right. Carrie, what'd you think of this? I thought it was. I'm not crazy about it, but I thought it had some interesting stuff about it. Was like I liked the dynamics of the characters, and I liked because because basically in this one the our main character is kind of like a recovering addict yeah. down on her luck, and there's parallels to be drawn there as she becomes in control of the cube. Then she's like un unknowingly sacrificing her family, and so there's like an interesting parallel there of like struggling with addiction and losing your connection to your family and i liked that a lot that's smart carrie i didn't think i didn't put that together <laughs> but uh but i think that the mo i think the movie is leagues better than all the like I oh yeah everything past like but like yeah three, past, like one the second two. one yeah yeah so i think it at least has effort put into it and i think most of the performances are really good too and i really enjoy the the new actress for she's great Pinhead. it was yeah. really cool and it has a lot of really clever clever uh integrations of the like the the, the hell hellraiser world clashing with the real world how they're like going back and forth yeah. between the dimensions. So we don't get to see as much of that their world, but it is like you see it combined. Yeah, with that and I really liked those elements. But all in all, it's a movie that I enjoy, but also don't care passionately about. It's not a slam dunk, which no. I think a lot of people would have hoped for. Uh, Ryan, what'd you think of it? I'd never seen a Hellraiser before. It's been on the list for like a while, and I was going to watch the first one before this, but um, as you can tell by me leading up to this, uh, that did not happen. Um, and it's, yeah, like, it's perfectly fine. I think there's a lot of interesting things with it. I think the the whole puzzle box stuff was not how I thought it would go, just because, like, it felt like... There's also a lot more of it in this okay. movie compared to I, I the other I wasn't sure. There's a lot felt like of in this box. one that, like, it felt like everyone accidentally solved the puzzles a lot, which seems a little counterintuitive to it being a puzzle. But I guess if they want you to, like... Well, I'm saying, like, this one is more of a puzzle than the other one. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think, um, it's a, I think it's slightly disappointing only when you read on paper that's David Bruckner taking on, uh, one of the big horror franchises. And so I wish he would, at least it's not bad. It's just, it's all right. It's yeah. solid. Um, I think it's nice that Hulu is getting all these, um, like big name things. And it feels like because they're going straight to Hulu, the director is able to just do whatever. Yeah. That's how I felt about Prey. Like if Prey like went to theaters, I feel like they would have, you know, screwed that up somehow. Yeah, maybe somebody would have like, gotten involved more with it. It would have been like, we need to make money off of this. But it's like, it's just going Hulu just to do whatever. <laughs> Prey um, probably would have done very well if it was in theaters though. It definitely would have, but I think, I think like executives and stuff would have sure. held it back. Uh, considering how good it was. Um, but I don't know. This also feels like they wanted to make a Hellraiser. They're like, oh, this probably won't do well in theaters because these haven't been in theaters for like 20 years. So, mm -hmm. um, do whatever you want. And it, I guess it, do, it, it doesn't feel as crazy as like, I've heard Hellraisers are like in terms of like, it's not as horny as I thought. I thought they I were. I was going to say yeah. too, it's not because a lot of people have an image of the Hellraiser movies as like kinky, weird, 
Yeah, BDSM. BDSM started with these movies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this doesn't really have as much. Yeah. Vibe. Which I would have thought that would have had. I don't know. I just that just seems like if I was to make a new Hellraiser movie, like we got to lead in more to the yeah. horniness. That's what I would have <laughs> been it, but I don't know. Whatever. Um, I do. Uh, my favorite. I think my. I think the coolest part of this movie is at the end where the one of the bad guys in the movie, who's not, you know, one of the. Fucking hell priests. Uh, you see him become a hell priest? Like, that yeah. That stuff was cool as shit. Um, but yeah, Hellraiser. It's alright. Um, I feel like that's another one of those movies that... Uh, since it is Hulu, it's cool that they can do whatever they want. But at the same time, it is weird that the Hellraiser remake is tied to the... Like, there's no physical release yeah. or anything yet. Which I know, like, horror people are the most physical motherfuckers in the world. Yeah. It's probably driving them up a wall. Um, anyways, Deadstream. Speaking of movies you can stream on Shutter, not mm-hmm. like Hellraiser, but like Terror. Not even like whatever. Deadstream. It's on Shutter. <laughs> yes. It's a spooky movie. Um, I assume you both saw it. Yes. Ooh, Kara, I, I forgot you saw this. I watched it. Um, but yes, this is about um, a like YouTuber, like like vloggy type YouTuber who was uh, canceled by cancel culture for doing like. Oh. He's more of like a think think like prank youtubers yes yes prank mm. like a prank channel and like because like he's always doing these things that are like kind of like you know questionable uh he got like he lost all sponsors and like he comes back after a while and he's like guys i'm gonna live stream a haunted house and it's it's for you guys and it's like you know this this you know that type of prank youtuber live streaming in this like spooky haunted house and it is very very fun it's so funny <laughs> um, i think the yeah, biggest thing funny. is like for those type of youtubers first off this director like kills it with that he, he has a spot on it is a spot <laughs> on impression yeah. of these types of people and i think like the big thing is like if you're gonna find that person so infuriating that you can't watch the movie anymore because like he's doing such a good job it's like oh i hate these people mm-hmm. um but it's also fun to see you know all the spooky things happen he's like Whoa, guys, can you believe that just happened to us? That's crazy. <laughs> Let's go back down to the haunted thing. Um, it's really funny. <laughs> it's, it's very fun. It's just a just a nice, like, fun, like, easy thing. So what's the spooky thing? So like, it's a haunted house? but It's a, like, it's a yeah, haunted it house, and, you know, he's live-streaming different, like, there's different rooms in the house that have, like, different, like, legends attached to him, and he's just moving between them, and then slowly things start, you know, getting okay. more and more spooky until they get... Uh, wild and crazy. <laughs> Apex of spookiness. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Right. And I found this a lot more fun than Dashcam, a similar uh, mess. I did. I also watched with Dashcam an unlikable recently. streamer protagonist, but mm-hmm. this for some reason worked more. I don't know why. Because like, he's, well, because he's an asshole, but he's not like a MAGA asshole. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> not. He's not like being an asshole him. where he's like. <laughs> Wow, you want to get vaccinated, you, you, you <laughs> yeah. pussy? And that's more like I don't need to hear that. <laughs> He's more. I can't believe people got mad about my. Uh, there was like that weird like prank. Was like I want to get smuggled across the border. Yeah, prank. he is a bit racist. Yes, he's a bit racist, but like it's played off as very like this guy's an, an idiot. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, so it's just fun. Okay. Um, so okay. that, that's what yeah, makes it enjoyable. He, he seems like a, 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 he's just more of a buffoon, like yeah. a malicious force. <laughs> yes, which, which makes which is a much better, yeah. you know, 
unlikable protagonist. So this is an easy, fun watch, is what you're Yes. I think so. Yeah, yes. I say so. It has some good and some like good like genuine spooky stuff. Yeah, I think, too. and it's got some really funny gore and stuff too. Okay. I saw a few people. I don't know if I fully agree with this, but there was some people who were like, "It's like found footage, Evil Dead," and I was like, "That's really funny." Huh. So, yeah. Uh, kind of some of the spook stuff is like you know, he can see stuff on his stream on like his tablet, but he doesn't see it like in real life. So oh, he has that was, to like, like my favorite part. So yeah. he has to like like maneuver around certain things uh with that um and then i don't want to spoil too much okay i want to watch yeah, it now it's it's very fun okay um i would highly recommend it on shutter yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah i definitely want to watch it I'm, I'm down for something that's spooky but also light and fun and this director also did something in vhs 99 yeah. yes and also apparently the one of the directors is a, the star of it is he the asshole joseph winter is the yeah. director okay. yes 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 he you see a lot of him in Deadstream. <laughs> okay. Okay. Interesting. All right. Well, that's Deadstream. Um, so that's three spooky movies. Not spooky unless you talk about uh, Excess Wealth as spooky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no. Triangle of Sadness. Um, I don't know this director if that anything that I know of, but... Um, he did... Force Majeure and The Square. Oh, nope. No clue. I watched Force Majeure. It was pretty good. Anyway, Triangle Sadness, released by Neon, uh, a movie about a bunch of rich fuckers uh, who go on a yacht, not a yacht, a cruise ship, uh, and then stuff gets a little wacky and crazy and not great for them. Um, well, I can just say it specifically. I, it's not really a spoiler. It's in the trailer. They get The, the <laughs> ship gets fucking, they get stranded on a fucking island. Uh, and then stuff doesn't go well on the boat itself, leading up to that. But we follow uh, two models, uh, a guy and a, and a lady, both very vapid, both not very great people. Their relationship's not going very well. They go on this luxury cruise, and they meet a bunch of other characters. Um, and then things don't go great on the cruise ship. Um, so yeah, um, I thought this movie was fantastic. I like it so much. I think um, uh, the trailers for it, I think, promise a lot more... Three Stooges-esque fecal gaffes. More like uh, a lot of like uh, nonsense comedy. And there is some of that. There is some pretty good stuff of that. But it is a lot of... The movie is a lot of seeing how awful these rich people are and how funny it is. And then in the third act, again, it feels like a spoiler because it, it hard pivots mm-hmm. the second half. Um, where we see like the... <laughs> The hierarchy of power in this yacht, uh, I mean, cruise. <laughs> the hierarchy has shifted. Yeah, the, hierarchy, the Black <laughs> Adam showed up, and he was all like, um, where we have um, one of the one of the people who's in the janitorial services of the cruise ship, like, she's got actual survival skills, where she knows how to hunt, she knows how to cook, and these fuckers don't know how to do jack shit. Right. And so uh, she's all like, I'm the captain now. <laughs> um, and so all that stuff is... is Really good, and uh, I don't know. If, do we have? Is it Dolly De Leon who plays? Yeah, she's fucking great. She's really good. She's so goddamn good. Uh, uh, she's a Filipina, um, I don't know, janitorial person who can cook a squid and hunt and all this shit. And uh, she's great. I love her. Um, yeah, Triangle Sadness. Carrie, what would you think of this? I liked it a lot too. I thought it was really. I thought the the satire was biting, and it was very exciting, and it was just. A hilarious movie and i loved uh, uh i think 
a lot of the stuff of the the trailer is in the because it's divided into chapters. Yes, and it's all the second chapter is like the most of the trailer. Most stuff, of the trailers, the, yeah. The shenanigans on the boat, yeah. And that's where I was having a lot of fun. Just the the craziness of all the different passengers and Woody Harrelson <laughs> trying to get through the entire voyage without leaving his cabin. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, like the, he's a socialist, uh, fucking captain on a luxury cruise. <laughs> right. Uh, that's very funny. Um, so good. Mm-hmm. Ryan, what'd you think? I, I also liked it a lot. I felt like the third act, that like tonal shift just didn't like hit with me as well because it felt like, you know, they're just like waiting around and like they're all idiots and they're not doing anything. Yeah. And I was just like, what are we, what are we like leading towards here? Um, just because like everything before was like leading to the cruise ship and then like yeah. the inevitable destruction of the cruise ship and then i was like okay what do we what do we do from here and i think it had it had a lot interesting to say with that still with that part of the film still but it just didn't i just preferred those first two parts more i thought those were very strong and fun i just felt like it didn't did not land Mm. Um, it might have crashed into um an island maybe let's say no that's not I think the thing is, like, Dolly DeLeon's character, who becomes the main character by the end of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, she's just, you just see glimpses of her in the first yeah. two parts, and then the movie hard pivots to, like, yes, we were following these terrible, this terrible couple of these model, the the, the model couple, into, like, her being the main character. Mm-hmm. For me, it worked great. I love her. She's fucking awesome. And more interesting than these two fucking heads. <laughs> yes. Um... But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I really, really liked it. Um, Dolly DeLeon's great. She's fantastic. I hope she gets more work. Um, I really like the ending as well. Uh, it's very... You can see it a mile away what the ending is. Um, but I like the way it landed for me personally. Um, I like the I like the soundtrack for this. The weird music they chose for this movie as well. Um, like that one... There's a scene where um, we have this like... Minecraft notch-esque guy who takes a picture with uh, the model and his her hot friend, and then they start dancing, and that scene was just I don't know why I really like that scene, but I really like that scene. It was weird. Um, yeah, Triangle Sadness. It's a uh, it's funny, it's a well done movie I think as well. Um, it's a good time. I don't think if the pitch of the trailer like there's not as much comical goofs and gaffes. Yeah. Kind of everything in the trailer is what's in the movie uh, for yeah. that stuff. Um, I like uh, Woody Harrelson and the the manure guy being really drunk in the in the captain. That's pretty good. It's good stuff. Reading manifesto. Yeah. Over the PA yeah system. It's, it's really good. Um, I know no, almost nothing about this other than Kate Blanchett was on a press tour for this where she did a Hot Ones uh, episode and then I did a Criterion Closet. That. I still uh, need to watch her Hot Ones episode. Uh, Tar. Um, who saw this? I did. Carrie. Did. Carrie this is a biopic, so can you tell me who Tar is? And, and then what a movie? biopic is. Yeah. I don't know. Well, first and foremost, which I didn't realize until about 45 minutes into the movie, not a real person. Okay. <laughs> I I like, assume... I've never heard of this person. And then the movie starts happening and crazy stuff happens, and I'm like, I don't think you're real. <laughs> but I still wasn't fully sure. And then uh, I was talking to my friend, and he's like, no, yeah, that's the whole thing. She's not a real person. I was like, oh. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> But yeah, basically, uh, Kate Blanchett plays this lady named Lydia Tarr, who is the director 
of a, I don't remember what country they're in, some European country, I want to say like Berlin, but uh, she is the first female conductor of their orchestra, and it's basically just a character study of her as uh, this, this figure, and as it starts out, she's like, I am this powerful director, you learn about her dynamics, she has a wife who's also in the orchestra, but there's also this other presence of a former student of hers, because she also does teaching, a former student who is like stalking her is how it's presented. And you're just like, what is this going to be? And so it's just, as we move throughout the film, we learn more about her relationship with that person and things with that develop. And she fluctuates in her success as the director of the orchestra. And there's like, interplay in the in the orchestral world and there's drama and it's very interesting and okay. her assistant is also the brunette lady from uh portrait of a lady on fire and i oh. was very excited to see her where in this movie did you realize oh i don't think this is a real person uh well th- there was just like something comes to a head at a concert and i was like oh i would have heard about that uh, that actually okay. happened okay well uh, do you enjoy it? I enjoyed it a lot, and Kate Blanchett is fantastic in it, and I like it because it presents this character, and it doesn't try and lead you for how you are supposed to feel about her. Most, okay. It's like, here is this person. I'm not going to hold your hand. You decide huh. if you like her or not. You decide if she's a redeemable person or if she's a bad person. Figure it out. And I'm just like... And it just tracks her... Uh, like her arc in her career and at, like from her highest point of success and what happens afterwards once things start huh. getting sticky. Okay. Interesting. All right. I thought it was really interesting and really, uh, I don't know how to say, but like really like engaging and really interesting. The huh. How long is it about? Uh, it was pretty long. I would probably okay. guess probably over two hours. But uh, I okay. Sure. All right. 158 minutes. So, yeah, two hours and some change there. Yep. All right. Well, that's Tar. Boy, howdy, folks. Um, What a... Oh, boy. Okay, so it's October. (laughs) You know, Halloween is a a holiday. Um, And it's it's over now. It's time to end it. Halloween ends. David Gordon Green's incredible trilogy of Halloween movies comes to an end. With Halloween ends, um, yeah, uh, okay, um, where do we go from here? Uh, so last time on the podcast, about a year ago, you might have remembered us seeing Halloween Kills and being very confused as to what had happened here <laughs> in this movie, uh, where it's the Halloween 2018 was a solid, some would say even great, uh, continue it, like, re re Booting, revamp. Yeah. This was a sequel to the original Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis, and her, she's a you know she's had a kid, and she has a granddaughter, and trauma, and uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they fight, and it's great. <laughs> and then Halloween Kills happens, and it's just a nonsense factory of evil dies tonight. Jamie Lee Curtis on a bed for a whole hour and a half. It's, Michael it's, Myers it's a just whole filler. Just a whole filler episode. The filler episode. A filler episode to what? To Halloween Ends, where we find Michael Myers in a little fucking 
a hole in the some just system. hiding, just, just hiding his best life, not doing anything to anybody. And then what we decided with this last movie, we're gonna have an apprentice who becomes Michael Myers, sort of. Michael, he, he, the essence of Michael Myers goes flows through him. <laughs> Michael Myers is like it splits like you're like me, you're twisted. <laughs> Yeah. You're a killer like that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Um, I will say this movie has uh, one of the best openings to a horror shit. movie in a while. Okay, so, like, oh, yes. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> it's very funny. I wish that, okay. So, yes. Movie starts after Halloween Kills. It's a year after Michael Myers is, I don't know why they think he's dead. It's not like we killed them. I can't in the remember, I can't well, remember we didn't beat him. I don't think they think he's dead. I he's think just... They're, they are still living in didn't, fear. Didn't they like? Also, they knew they fucked up when they killed when they accidentally drove that one guy to his death. I yeah. feel like they're like, ah, oh, that well, was like, on us. Well, like, didn't all the kills end with they had him surrounded after he got out of his house? Yes, but then he kills everybody. Oh, he does. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Like they beat him up, and it's like, oh, he did him, but then he comes back and he murders them all. Oh, I thought I thought they ended with like. Or at the very least, he kills his daughter, Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter. At the very least. Anyways, a year, a year after that, this kid is taking care of this other kid in this rich house. And these guys are like, I'm out of here. And this little kid is a piece of shit. And I think they're watching The Thing. Is that watching The Thing. Again, I've never seen The Thing. And I was like, this seems like a spoiler oh. for me. <laughs> okay, this is side tangent. In horror movies, the babysitter is almost always showing the kid The Thing. thing. And like they, it's always that same part with the stomach where like, I think I shouldn't have shown this movie to a kid. And it's like... <laughs> A fucking dog's head split open 20 minutes ago, and now, and now you're like, I think this was a bad idea. Are you kidding me? It's like none of these people who are making this film have ever, making these films have ever watched the thing. They only know that one thing from Watch Mojo. I think that's always how this happens, where it's like, "Uh uh-oh, they start fucking, I made a mistake here. Well, yes, but there's so much, like, gore before that. I I haven't seen the thing, so I wouldn't know. A dog's head splits Listen, completely they open. To, they just had to CC John Carpenter on an email and be like, hey, <laughs> in our new Halloween movie, can we put your other movie? How much, how big is the check? <laughs> Great. Fantastic. I just sit down and, and put out my head. And the check. Anyways, this kid is, this kid's babysitting a piece of shit. The piece of shit kid locks him up in the attic and the kid's like, ha ha ha, you're in the fucking attic and wah ha ha. And then the babysitter Kicks down the door. Clearly the most, the the best decision (laughs) is to fiercely kick the door down. And and the kid's right behind it, so he goes, (laughs) flying across, and then lands on the floor, dies. This kid's labeled as a murderer. Haddonfield, reacting very normal, just bullies this kid, and then he finds... I can't believe there was another murder in this town. (laughs) He finds Michael Myers in a hole, and Michael Myers like... You're gonna help me. He looks eyes, and then he has the ed- Ghost Riders, and basically <laughs> his yeah. eyes, his spirit. Okay, before that, okay, and now before that, you're you're everybody in the world. Me, I was wondering, okay, what the fuck is this third movie? This movie opens with Jamie Lee Curtis years after the events of Halloween Kills and and the the accident. Her writing a memoir, it might as well be like, what is happening? She's like a housewife making a pie, and she's all like, bah, 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 bah. I love my life. I was like, okay. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter is a nurse. Um, she meets this kid, uh, and she's like, he's all right. Um, and then they start fucking dating, and uh, which is a problem because he's Michael Myers, but not Michael Myers. 
And um, Jamie Lee Curtis, there's that one moment where she was like, you need somebody who makes you rip your shirt up and show your tits to the world. That was fun. That was amazing. Jamie Lee Curtis is a very fun person. She is, but unfortunately, then it becomes a shitty Halloween movie. Yeah. She doesn't have, yeah. She was really fun at the beginning of this movie. Anyways, this is a bizarre... Very strange. Strange way to make your last Halloween <laughs> In this trilogy, there was like, all right, we're gonna go back. Like this seems like a movie that can't. Like this seems like it would be like like nuzzle between like Halloween it, four and five. Exactly. Like yeah, this 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 would be something. Yeah. Not like this is the end of it all. This this is the end of Halloween. Carrie, what do you think of this movie? What if I told you oh, <laughs> that no. this is my favorite one of the David Gordon Green Of the three? Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> Why? Because it's fun. It's different. I don't care about Michael Myers. And so I just like the idea that the evil of this town is just this gelatinous infecting thing that can be spread around to everyone. See, as a person who is a fan of the film It, I like a movie about a town that's pissed off God damn it, because Harry. there's a white-faced man living in the, the sewer, sewer. making it. everyone an asshole. And I like that angle, and I think it's interesting. And I don't care about Michael Myers. Carrie, what if I told you <laughs> that in one scene of this movie where this kid is riding his fucking bicycle, yeah. graffitied on the walls is the statement, Love lives today. Yeah. Fuck this movie. <laughs> um, this movie is like a YA horror movie, and it's hilarious. It is. It 100% is. It 100%. I just think that I just think it's funny, and I also think that it's funny that the troop of kids that are bullying him are the marching band kids. Oh yeah, also <laughs> like, that. I don't know. No, I think this movie. I don't think it's great. I think, but it's, I think certainly, it's, it's certainly entertaining. I think it's the is most, it? I think it's the most interesting and most like. We're going to do something a little different of the three. Somebody put it very well that first one is the first of these movies for me. It, it's what you get in the box. It's what it's marketed, right? It's yeah. like a sequel to Halloween with everybody else. We're going to do our best here. And then the second one feels like it was made by a bunch of fans because it's just kill after kill after kill. Just nonsense. And then the third one feels like it was just shipped off to some no one director and writer who had to shoot it out for DVD. Maybe they were supposed to make a Hellraiser movie at first, and they made a Halloween movie. I don't know. It's uh, it's weird, and it's especially weird how they use the hollow, the Halloween um three season of the witch blue font as this like ah you know Halloween, and I was like oh I mean I guess sure as if it were like the third movie that doesn't have much Michael Myers in it and it's about a different thing I guess. But my thing with this is like in that first like Halloween twenty eighteen. Like, Jamie Lee Curtis, like, spends her whole life... Her house is, like, a Michael Myers death trap. Yes. And she does... She throws everything at him, and, like, none of it works. But in this one, she just has this... What's in her kitchen. Yeah. And she really just kind of easily takes him out. Yeah. Which is very strange. It's just... It's <laughs> all weird. Though, like, he's, like, sad and old, which is weird, because, like, it's, it's only been, like, four... Three or four yeah. years. And it's, but like, he's, like, powered by killing... He's yeah, like you saw Halloween Kills. That should have charged him up for like yeah, a maybe, <laughs> maybe like a little bear just fucking yeah. hibernating on his kill juice. Yeah. Um, what else is there to say about this movie? I don't know. I think it very much feels like a like um because this one they did not shoot it back to back like they wanted to. As I understand because of COVID, or at least part of it. 
That's how I understand it. It feels like a movie where COVID got in the way. IMO. Maybe I'm wrong, but it sure feels like that. Um, and I wonder if, I don't know, it's just, I would have loved to like see if like they had this all written out or that they had to make it up. Because it just seems like a weird vision board to go from that movie to this movie to it, that It movie. makes it more interesting because he's supposed to do like an Exorcist trilogy yes. for like one of the streaming services. Oh. So I'm very interested in like what his grand plan is. Honestly, it can't be any weirder than the three Exorcist movies currently. <laughs> that is, that's true and fair. So. I, I, I stand by that the, the, the current Exorcist trilogy is the best trilogy ever. Because it has two of the best movies ever made, but one of the worst movies ever made. So it all balances out. The next movie here, I really wanted to see and I haven't gotten around to watching it yet. Uh, the Banshees of Inish? Inisharan. Inisharan, okay. I think of it like Init Sharon. Init Sharon, okay. Like Init Sharon? Did you both see this or just Carrie? Sashir Ronan. Sashan Ronan. Sarsha. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm 40% Irish, so there's nothing problematic like about I'm like 3% Irish. Awesome. And I'm kicking your ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me and me and Carrie both saw this. Carrie saw this twice. Though. I did see it twice. Because yes. I saw it like the first night it was available. Because that, that night Ryan was messaged the group and was like, you want to see Banshees tomorrow? And I was like, I'm already at the theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wanted some me time to go no, watch told- the new Colin Farrell sad movie. That's how I feel. <laughs> um, so, I guess, Carrie, since you've seen it twice, what'd you think? It's really good. Yeah. I really enjoy it. I was very excited because I really liked Martin McDonough. I've, I've liked all of his movies that I've seen so far. He did Three Billboards, In Bruges, Seven Psychopaths, and this. Oh, Those are all fantastic okay. in my Okay. Those are good movies. But, uh... Yeah, in this one we follow. They're on a, on an island like off the coast of Ireland. Yeah, I yeah. think was the vibe I was getting. Yeah, because they keep talking about the mainland and shit. And yeah, there's a yeah. civil uh, war raging on the mainland. But they're on like this. Like 1920s. Yes. Oh, okay. But uh, they're the small community on this small island, and we start off with Colin Farrell's character, who clearly has a routine where he goes in. And uh, always meets up with his friend to walk down to the pub. And this is like a they do it every day. But on this day, he goes to knock on his friend's door and his friend doesn't respond. And he sees him in there and he's just being ignored. So he leaves, goes to the pub. And then everyone is like, are you fighting? He's like, I didn't think we were around. (laughs) And then he has this conversation over and over again. And it is established that this other guy, Brendan Gleeson, has decided that he wants to end the friendship. And so then... We follow the fallout of him making that decision. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, it's just the trailers that it says. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Now, Ryan, what would you think of this? Uh, it, it's, I think the trailer makes that to be a bit more funny than it is. Oh, okay. And it is very funny. It's, it's really funny, but it's also very one of the saddest s- movies I've seen oh, this yes, year. It's very sad. <laughs> because it is very much about, like, you know, if you had a friend who's like, I don't want to see you anymore. Yeah. And I don't even want you to talk to me anymore, yeah. <laughs> um, which is very brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can really, and you know, Colin Farrell has a lot of like self doubts about it. He's like, "Am I boring?" He's like, "No, no, no." Like, you talk about your donkey shite. First like, was my pony shite. <laughs> um, and then you know all the, you know, 
it, it really it also really nails like that small town drama you know because like everyone knows it's just like mm-hmm. hey you've been rowing like we haven't been rowing no <laughs> I'm not talking to you like, i know um it nails all of that and it it really it it it's it is very good it's very good very 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 well made piece of film there's a dog um, very well made piece of film. Dog in the room, not dog in the maybe room. there might be a dog. So there's a also a donkey. There is a very cute donkey. Named, um, uh, what's Jenny. Donkey? Jenny, yes, who's very good. Um, she's supposed to be an outside donkey. But, uh, <laughs> Colin Farrell likes to. Colin Farrell has a bunch of like cows and ponies and has this one donkey. And uh, I think he's a farmer or something. And he, mm-hmm. he lives with his sister. And. Uh, she he always wants to bring the animals inside and she gets pissed off she's like i told you not in the house and he's like i'm not putting my donkey outside when i'm depressed <laughs> <laughs> okay it's, it's so very good. cute it's very cute and nice uh lot, lots of good humor in this in this um but it is still has that like very sad essence oh, yeah. of reality um but yeah very good colin farrell killing it this year so, gotta so say good. okay all right, I still want to watch this. I don't yeah. know if it's still sure. Um, I think so. I think so. Last time I looked at Alamo, I'm pretty sure I will double check right now. Okay. But. Well, that's the the Banshees, uh, in Sharon. Um, Sersha. Um, Sersha Roman. <laughs> You'll uh, get, yeah, it's still playing at Alamo. Okay. Some showings today right. or tomorrow, Tuesday. I think um, we're gonna get to. I think I might. I think I would, I would have liked this movie more than the mo- a movie we're gonna talk about later on this list. Uh, we'll get to it. Uh, VHS ninety nine is not the movie I'm talking about, but a movie that did come out on Shutter and then the second of it seems like a trilogy of Shutter VHS movies revival. Uh-huh. Um, did you both see this? I haven't watched this yet. I think uh, I've seen it. I was oh! planning to, but I never got around to it. So, okay. Well, Ryan. Right. the ball. I'm sorry. It's, it's Unrelated, okay. I did see VHS 96. Four. Six, four, four, four. Four, yeah, four, four, four. Four. Okay. That one's uh, very fun. That was good. The Rat Man is very good. So good. The Rat Man is very good. The Rat Man is very good. VHS 99, not very good. Okay. Yeah, that's say. also what I've been hearing. So I was yeah. like, I think, I think what like hits it for me is there is no framed narrative in this movie. So it's just... Da, 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 it's da, just da da da. Like there's oh. there's like a smidge of one, but that like kind of leads into like another story because it's like as if like it's a home VHS thing and like there's like the stories are like cut in between. Yeah. But then like that's what happens, and then just another short happens after that. So it's very strange. So yeah, Weird. no frame narrative, um, and it just all the all the shorts just feel kind of like rough and like not super interesting. Um, there's, I think the one that was the most spooky, um, they kind of, they kind of all like, kind of like go into like the same like traps of like, you know, we're all waiting around, we're all watching this one thing and then like, boo, the spooky thing popped out and then, and then it just kind of ends. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one where there's this sorority doing like, um, a hazing thing for a new initiate and they have to like bury her underground. And they're like, we're gonna bury her underground, just like this spooky lady, and then and then they leave her underground for like a long time, obviously. <laughs> and I think just her being like underground, or, like trapped, is like very like that's very scary. Yeah. 
um, that, that claustrophobia. But then, like, you know, a monster shows up, and it's like, okay, that kind of ruins this, actually. <laughs> Is um, she in, like, a box? Or she's she? in a box. Like okay. hip, like I the... just imagined her, like, buried in dirt with no box. Oh, no, she's in a She's in a casket, yeah. And then it just kind of shows up and looks, whoa, whoa. Also, like, okay... Already a stretch to sign up to be buried alive in a casket, but the fact that you thought they just buried her in some dirt. I was like, I don't know. I'm not sorority material. I don't know what they do. Uh, there was one where it was like this new like hot girl, like, and all these like teens were like filming her and said, Oh, she's so hot. And then like at, and then you know, she turns out she's a monster, and then they oh, and great. Kills, and then she kills she's all. really hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the one that was the most interesting and the but ended up feeling like nothing at the end of the day uh, was the one made by the Deadstream guy. Yeah. Which I only knew was that guy because he was he was the cameraman in that one and I remembered his voice uh. from Deadstream so much. And that was like, first off, like the film doesn't really do much with the whole 99 aspect, 1999 aspect until the last one where they're at a, you know, what, 2000s, party, 2000s yep. year party. Um, and there it's involves like these Satanists um, performing a ritual that they have to do at the new year to like summon a demon or whatever and it's these two camera guys i can't remember why they're there they're filming it for some reason and they go to hell <laughs> and they're filming hell and they're filming some hell stuff and it's <laughs> and like it's very funny but like hell just is it just looks like a desert because that's all they can afford huh. and there's a and there's just like just one like weird demon who's like yeah baby I'll, I'll take you out of here. And then it just kind of ends. Um, so, kind of a bummer. Kind yeah. of a real drag. Um, really unfortunate. To be fair, the, the directors, I mean, hey, anybody can knock one out of the park, but, I don't know, director of the Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City movie. That movie? Pretty bad. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> and then that one scene where the guy's on fire. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I'm trying, right. to, I'm trying to remember what the other story There's... is real quick. Um, oh yeah, it was about um, this um, this like metal band, like this punk metal band, very like '90s esque, and they want to perform a show at like this. There was like this riot girl esque band that like died in like the thing, and they go down to this underground like rock thing, and it's very spooky. Uh, a lot of it is just like them trying to prank their one like very like more scaredy friend, which like first off it made, like. The guy's very nice, and like them, like pranking him all the time. I was like, okay, you guys are horrible friends. This guy's, this guy's adorable. I love him, and, and that's just, that's honestly like how they all end. Like it's always like people are being dicks, and then a demon shows up and kills everyone. That's literally how they all end, and it's, and there's no, and again, there's no frame narrative, which. I guess like it's fine because VHS ninety yeah it wasn't that strong was, was kind of yeah, shit. Usually bad, but it's also like well like n VHS one and two were totally fine because yeah, those were just good. like this is a creepy tape. That's all you need. That's all it needs to <laughs> be. Also, those two connected. They were like right. They were the it frame was... narratives were connected. It was like so, like one frame narrative ended and the other one picked up if I remember correctly. I don't remember. I don't think the first one has it. I don't remember. What was the frame narrative of the first one? There the were some people one, making tapes or they like they were they broke into someone's house yes. and, and he had just like stacks of tapes. And, and like, I gotta find this one tape, and dude. And then the two in the in the second one they were investigators and they were like looking for one yes. of those guys. Yes, 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 yes. yes. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. And, and then in three it was a weird. I don't remember truck. anything about that <laughs> I bullshit. That one. Terrible movie. <laughs> 
Okay, the here's the penis part is very. Fun. So here's All the right. question: Is this better or worse than viral? Because viral. viral's insulting. Viral's really bad. Probably the same, I guess. Mm. I think. I think just. I that think, penis one's fucking terrible in viral. It is. It's, it's fucking it's, awful. It's very funny though. No, I hated it. Oh, okay. I thought it was insulting. Wrong. I hate it. It's been a long time since I've watched viral. I just remember the penis thing. Um, it's probably better than viral, but it doesn't. It there, there's nothing standoutish. Okay. The most standoutish thing is like when people literally go to hell, but it just doesn't like do anything. Okay. After that, that point. Well, VHS ninety nine streaming on Shutter now. There's another one coming up, and David Bruckner's doing one, as I understand, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, oh, and Scott Derrickson. Oh yeah. So that, that's set, that's something. 80, 85, I think. Yep. Yes. That's a good year. That's a good decade. Good, great year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good old days, am I right, guys? Uh, yeah, I miss being alive in nineteen eighty five. Anyways, uh, what the hell is Run Sweetheart Run? Oh, Ryan, boy. you put this at the end there. That's true. I did do that. That was a mistake. Um, this is an Amazon original that I've heard of. It uh, stars Ella Blinska. That's what you saw, right? I heard of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, it's called 2001 A Space Odyssey. Stanley Kubrick, you're not going to believe it. He made another movie. What? <laughs> um, but it's an Amazon original, uh, Ella Blinska of Charlie's Angels fame. And it is about a woman who goes on a date with a guy... And it ends up not going very well for her. And he ends up, like, just chasing her throughout the night. And, he's, and the whole movie is just oh. her being chased by this guy. Hmm. And boy, does it suck. That sounds like <laughs> it. But, like, the main problem with it is, like, it begins with kind of like a meet, like a meet cute kind of, like, thing. Because, like, she is working at, like, this law firm. And, like, her boss is like, oh, I need, I have this, like, uh, this, uh, meeting with a client and i can't go to it can you go with it and she's like okay cool but like she dresses if it's like a date and like when they're on the dinner with the client like it it's acting like it's a date so it feels like it was a weird rewrite and they go like roller skate and whatnot then like she ends up going to his house and then like this bizarre like tonal shift of like she enters the door and he turns around and he looks dead in the camera and smiles and closes the door and then you immediately hear just like violence and her just running out bolting just like as if like hours of you know domestic violence just occurred in like mm. those two seconds and she's just running through the night and he's like if you can survive this one night i will not kill you and there's like this weird like is he a werewolf thing because like he clearly has like <laughs> some sort of like thing and like the whole like you know fourth wall breaking thing she like she like goes to the cops and all the cops are like, whoa, 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 what do you think? And he's like, this guy's trying to kill me. And it's like, you're clearly drunk and a slut, so I'm gonna put you in jail. And she's like, what? Uh, very strange. Um, and then every time she talks to a girl about it, it's like, oh, that guy's crazy. He's gonna kill you. And then and she's like, is no one gonna tell me any more information on this guy? And she eventually finds out that like, he's literally like a demon from hell. And, like, it's very funny. He's existed since the dawn of time, and he's been, like, hunting women and, like, killing them and has, like, these, these like, fourth-dimensional abilities. And his name is Ethan Sachs. <laughs> it's, it's so bizarre. 
so much of this movie. It's just so strange, and I don't understand it. There's a society of women who are like, we're trying to stop, and we're all, and only you can do it tonight. And it's like the mother or something that's only you can stop Ethan's sex. He's an. I don't know. It's so weird. It's like they're trying to make him like a petty wise thing and like we hugs women. Except his name is Ethan. <laughs> his name is Ethan Sachs. Well, but Pennywise has a fucking pedestrian ass yeah. name too. I don't remember what it is. Hold on. And then he can also like control men apparently. So like he's only like all the men are like awful in this movie because he's controlling them to be bad or something. But man, it's just, it it sucks, man. It's it's a rough time. I I think Ella Balinska does the best in it because she's just running and crying the whole time. So, and it certainly has ideas, but it's it's not very good. Um, at the end of the day, unfortunately, mm. it was written by a woman though, so it's not like it's not like. The fear of like, oh, this is what a man thinks. <laughs> it was directed was by her. It was also directed by her, yeah, because I was watching this uh, with my roommate, and she was like, did a man direct this? This feels like a man made this. I'm like, surprisingly, no. Like, oh, no. Um, but yeah, would not recommend. <laughs> oh, it's got Betsy Brand. I love Betsy Brand. Yeah. It has music by Rob. Just Rob. <laughs> Anyways, it's funny you should say that. Pennywise's human name is Robert Bob Gray. <laughs> it's not Ethan Sachs. It's not Ethan Sachs. Also, I forget, That's not as punchy as that. Um, I don't know why I didn't. When you said Ella Blinska from Charlie's Angels, I don't know why I couldn't picture it in my head because I knew the other two actresses, but it's the girl from Forspoken. It is also the girl from Forspoken. I should have said the girl from Forspoken. Yeah, I was a game regular connected to that. That game. Uh-huh. We'll see how that game lands. It looks it looks something. And I, and I like her. I, th- I, I I remember she was very nice in Charlie's Angels, and I saw some of the press stuff, and she was very, very fun nice. in that. Um, so I'm, I'm hopeful for that game. All right. Who saw Pray for the Devil? Hey. We did, baby. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. So short short of it, folks, for uh, is this woman who wants to be an exorcist. Why a female exorcist just makes sense. <laughs> You've seen that ad, right? I have not. There's a, there's you a, told me about it. I didn't see it. That's we need to look it up after this. <laughs> okay. It is a real ad that aired on Hulu, not TikTok for me. That sounds pretty good, though. That's pretty good. I've seen ads like that. I haven't seen that specific one, but I've seen ads with the TikTok lady voice delivering the ad. Anyways, as Ryan said, uh, this woman really wants to be an exorcist, but the church is like, we can't make a woman fight the devil or be an exorcist. And then there's like, wait a minute, she's got something. Anyways, how's this movie? This movie's hilarious. Really entertaining. (laughs) This is very one of the. I don't think it was ever established in the trailers. One of the most insane things about this movie is that they're in like an alternate present where uh, oh yes, exorcisms are just a thing. Oh. and they're in a like high tech X Men ass hospital facility specifically built for exorcists. I know, I know, George. I know what you think. If there's one, if there's one establishment in this world that's on the peak edge of technology, it's definitely the Catholic Church. <laughs> But so don't worry, they got iPads on all the walls. They got so weird like things. But yeah, the movie begins with a title card that's like in 2018. God damn it. <laughs> 
in 2018, exorcisms hit up. Demon possessions hit an all-time all high. And, like, I leaned over to Carrie because we were the only people in the theater, I think. And it was like, I feel like I would have heard about this if in, two, if in 2018, demon possessions were at an all-time high. I feel like Anderson Cooper would have brought that up for me. I don't know. But, yeah, so that's just wild off the bat that she's just in this multi-level huge ass hospital facility with fucking like touch screen keycat and they treat people who are possessed by saint demons yeah. as if like well, it's time for your pudding well because their angle is like most of these are probably mental health struggles so we want to rehabilitate the patient and then if they're actually possessed we have a deep deep basement where uh, all the actual possessions okay. go and that's where the exorcist squad boys, they get in a line and go down there and they have to go through like triple security to gain access to the restricted section with all the wacky This sounds like it would be some obscure like comic book from the 90s that got adapted into a movie. It definitely feels like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it feels so good. So fucking weird. Anyways, was there anything else to say about, what do you got to say about this movie? Uh... Maybe? Okay. <laughs> Is it entertaining? It's oh, very yes. entertaining. It's very entertaining. It's it's it is a very good bad horror movie. <laughs> yeah, it was because very it's funny. constantly ridiculous. Jump scares, just nonsense. Some of it just like weird, like tongue stuff, like. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, I love um, that. And it just goes off to just nonsense very quickly. It's it's a fun time. It's you know peak bad horror movie mm-hmm. in like the good sense. Um, also, I love how Carrie predicted the twist very early <laughs> on. <laughs> like, Oops. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, they introduce a piece of information, and I'm like, oh, well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> also, I want to shout out the craziest thing I've seen in a movie this year. I don't know if it'll be made how crazy this is if you don't know what I'm talking about. But there's one part, because she's, our main character is like a nurse in the upper levels of this facility, but she wants to be part of the exorcist mm-hmm. crew so she, there's some tension between her and one of her higher-ups and uh she has a lot of background uh, that has she has a traumatic backstory you might say and uh there's one scene where she's sitting in her room and the her boss nun lady comes in and is like i just wanted to give you this and she gives her a book and it zooms in and it's a full screen ad for the book The Body Keeps the Score, which is this book that was, it's super popular. I didn't think it was on the bestseller list in 2018, actually. So I think oh. this movie might have been made in 2018. <laughs> but uh, it's basically this book. I haven't read it and I don't want to, but it's this book that uh, the first few chapters of it is this doctor guy talking about the actual physical way that our body stores and reacts to trauma and uh it talks about that but the thing is that guy who wrote that book (laughs) was fired from his facility that he founded his trauma rehabilitation center because he was uh allegedly abusive and horrible to his staff allegedly (laughs) allegedly i don't know i don't know the guy and i don't know much about but i just saw that book and i was like what the Fuck. It was the craziest thing I've seen in a horror movie in so long. Where they're just like, a book? <laughs> it's just like, why Why is this included? Interesting. And apparently the book is... I haven't read the book, and I, I am just going off of secondhand accounts. Apparently the book is extremely problematic. What? The guy, the 
guy like sympathizes with war criminals and, and uh, says that uh, sexual assault trauma isn't as bad as other types of trauma. And it's like, what the shit? It was very inter- interesting. Like when that book came up on screen, I just thought it was like a random book, but like I just like felt like your full like. You wanted to explode this information up like very crazy. quickly, and it's like you could like, and you like, right. We talk about this later. Just like a very fun, like insane. full full body reaction that to book, a book, that book cover. Was everywhere, and I was like, "Why are we doing this now?" I mean, <laughs> this movie definitely was in twenty eighteen. Apparently, yeah. it was scripted in twenty eighteen, but it was definitely shot in twenty twenty. I don't well, know. They kept that, and yeah. I would love the idea that that part of the original script anyways i had to shout that out because i didn't know what to do with myself all right well let's pray for the devil i I thought it was going to be to be a a not interesting bad horror movie like i guess one of those oh it's very interesting incredible i don't know what the movie priest was about but if i know that's based on a comic book and i would assume it's something like this where it's like yeah Priest probably has more like fist fights yeah, with probably. demons. Ooh. This had very little fist fights with <laughs> demons. Anyways, uh, decision to leave the new movie from the director of Old Boy and the Handmaiden. Yes. Right? Um. So we have a a cop who is a homicide detective. Um. And uh, he's an insomniac as well. Um. And he's got this case where this uh, rich husband man, not even not rich husband man, but like. Was he even rich? He just was. He wasn't rich. Was he? I'm, I think I filled that in. I don't know. I think if I think if rock climbing is your hobby, you're rich. That's why I thought. That's why I assumed. Yeah. <laughs> like if that's what you're doing to feel alive. Yeah. Anyways, uh, he's a he's a he works in immigration specifically, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, point being, he goes on a rock climbing adventure. Oops, he dies, and then this guy is sent here, like, hmm, what's going on over here? That's weird. And they're all like, well, here's his wife. Who kind of has a weird alibi. You want to talk to her? Uh, and she, I believe... And he's like, whoa, whoa, mama, whoa. <laughs> Basically, right? Uh, I guess. Anyways, uh, she is a Chinese immigrant? Yes. Right? Uh, so, and uh, they're in Korea. They, they speak... They're in Korea, right? Yes. Okay, Korea. so yes. So they're sometimes speaking Korean, and then she's, she can't speak sometimes, so she has to... Yeah. Be translated. Anyways, they start talking. There's maybe a, mm, a little something there. Oh, yoy, yoy, yoy. Uh, I'm married. <laughs> yes, he's also married. Um, and yeah, that's that's the movie. Um, him trying to like solve this case while also like I'm very interested. Just lady, yeah, her alibi is very weird. Strange. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the movie. It's a pretty simple setup, I guess. Um. But I guess uh, it's it's just it's the it's the director's the director's work so like it's it's just shot incredibly well. It looks oh, yes. fucking yeah. gorgeous. It's just so beautiful. I've seen the similar. I've seen other directors try similar like things like like weird angles and stuff, and it was like oh that looks horrible. But like he just like nails everything. It's so such great cinematography. Mm-hmm. It's very beautiful. Um, but George, you thought this was mid. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot to say about it. Uh, I think for me, so like, like saying on the positives, I think just the way it looks and the way like, um, if I remember correctly, it's been a minute since I've seen the movie, but it does a lot where like, um, the way it places actors in a scene, and then 
because because they're, they're, they're like rewinding like stuff like am I, am I remembering that we're like there's a character here and then the scene changes a little bit and he's in the same place and he's in the same place yeah, okay I thought did I make that up am I confused? no okay it's yeah, been a while yeah. since I've seen this movie but point being is I didn't connect this movie and I already forgot a lot about it but that being said that stuff looked really cool and really pretty mm-hmm. um but the, my biggest thing with this movie is just I just couldn't connect with these characters I just didn't get the cop man and I was like this seems like a bad thing you're doing, dude. I don't know. And then this this lady, I was like, I don't know, man. I mean, she seems fine, but I don't know. And so I just couldn't connect with any of these characters. I just couldn't. So emotionally, I was just like, okay. And then I don't want to spoil the movie, but the way it ends, it's just like really tragic and like Shakespearean. And I was like, okay, it's a little <laughs> precious. It's a little extra for me, but okay. Uh, so yeah, that's my whole thing. I just couldn't connect emotionally with any of these characters. So I just have a movie that looks really pretty and is long. And so that's all I got from this movie. So that's me. I Anyways. That. The whole time I was Ryan. watching it, I was like deeply like, I was afraid it was going to go into like audition levels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was um, a little bit. And it does It seems too funny for that though. It has a light I, sense of I humor. I don't know. This, I, I don't know. Like some of this guys other some of these think that he would, sure. he would go there, which would be very interesting. To be fair, also, if you saw Audition and you didn't know where it was going, the movie plays it very straight that is for true. a lot of the movie. Until uh, what, what I, because I knew the, the twist, so the whole time I was like, yeah. oh, no. <laughs> when is the freaky shit happening? Um, but, yeah. I, but I thought it was going to go Audition, and then it went like, oh, that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. So I think, I think that's, like, what, I had, like, this dread building up, and I was like, oh, this is just, like, sad people. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike me, I'm not sad at all. Made by and for sad. Yeah, but you like, but you like the, the little story we got here of these two guys. These yeah, two I thought guys. I like, like he is. You should talk to his wife more. His wife, probably. Seems, his wife seems she very seems, nice. She seems all right. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know what. His she should probably stop is. smoking. Probably, it's not very good for you. But yeah, it is, it is a, it is like an interesting connection um, that, that that they share and. I just, it's very cute and very nice. I don't know. Okay, what are you? What about you? <laughs> um, I agree. I think it was interesting. And, but I totally get what you mean about not connecting with either of the two main characters. Cause it's like, they're both very questionable. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know who, why I should care about any of this. But it's also, I just, I was invested because I love a procedural and a mystery, and I'm like, where are we going? <laughs> what is going to be the big reveal? And there were some big reveals, and I enjoyed Especially it. Especially when there's like a time jump, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. during the film, it's like, what are we doing with this? Yo, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, oh, okay. And it's also, the camera good. work was insane. I found Very myself insane. noticing really cool camera it, tricks. It, <laughs> it feels like a flex of a movie at points. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's all like, these people know how good they are yeah, at making movies yeah. and these like, shots are just ridiculous. Like, specifically the one that I'm thinking of is when they're first, like, in the interrogation room and he is bringing her the big sushi box yeah. and the camera keeps going back and forth focusing, putting them in focus and then putting their reflections yes. in focus and then, like, going back and forth and one foreground and one background person will both be in focus and it's like, how did you fucking do that? Yeah, very, very good. <laughs> it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the, 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 all this stuff about relationship because there's, uh, there's this, like, subplot of this um, killer that he's been trying to track down. He can't fucking track him down. 
and he finally gets them, and he realizes, like, oh, he did all these, like, we- this weird murder thing because of a lady. Um, and I think, like, when he gets there, it's really, really sad, but I was like, I don't know where that was going. What does that say about you? <laughs> I don't think it says anything, really. I- am I supposed to get something? I don't... Okay, I don't know. I think you should just stop caring about your job so much, man, and maybe stop smoking and maybe go to bed after that. I don't know. Uh, get some Z-Quil. Yeah, yeah. some Z-Quil, idiot. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. Um, I think I think um, even though I made fun of the ending being like a little precious and very Shakespearean and tragic, again, in the, in, in the spirit of this movie, feels like a bunch of direct, like filmmakers sh- flexing that they're good at making movies. I mean, that is a really cool, sad, tragic ending for your yeah. movie. I was like, this is really cool to be written. I just like, but I just, it just seems like so over the top. It just seems like a lot. It's cool as hell. I later went to a beach the day after and was walking on like that. And I was like, huh, there's probably a lady buried. Spoilers. There's someone buried in one of these a little, yeah. Um... So yeah, I don't know. That's my whole thing. I just wish I, I just wish I could connect with it. I just got a pretty movie. I get that. Yeah. Anyways, that's decision to leave, and that's the movie. That's all the movies of October, folks. Uh, Terrifier two, Hellraiser, Deadstream, Triangle of Sadness, Tar, not based on a real person, <laughs> Halloween Ends, Wendell and Wild, The Banshees of Insharen, 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 VHS ninety nine, Run Sweetheart Run, Pray for the Devil, and Decision to Leave. Ooh. That's a lot when I say it that way. It's a spooky month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, November. Gobble, gobble, baby. Uh, there's a, there's some stuff on here. Uh, I thought, I usually assume November with the big blockbuster movie time, but there's not a lot of them here. I guess there's a few here. Anyways, nothing says blockbuster like a Roku original movie, <laughs> folks. That's what I've been saying this whole time. Weird. To it. Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Um... This is out. I haven't seen it. Has anybody here seen it yet? We've, We've both, both seen, seen it. it yeah. uh, okay, well, I'm excited to watch it. It seems fantastic. It's, it's, really, I think, it's great. I think, <laughs> did, you, did you grow up liking Weird Al stuff, George? I like from time... I like some of the stuff. I did, honestly, I didn't like a lot of the early stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, um, anyways, yeah, like a lot of the early 80s stuff, like Eat It. Like the parody was... I don't know. I just don't like a lot of those stuff. Mm-hmm. Like like a surgeon. Um, but, when, but when it was like more when... Like, late like, 90s to like... Yeah, the songs that we grew that, up with. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, like, uh, oh my God, what the fuck is... Uh, the Amish like, song. Like Amish, Amish Paradise. Amish Paradise is great. I love Amish Paradise. That was my favorite That's too. That's great. Like, all that stuff's good. Um, but yeah, some of the... But yeah, I, as a human being, as a person, I think he's great. And the, the he fact that great. he made a career out of that is incredible. It's, it's amazing. So, uh, Daniel Radcliffe playing Rira Yankovic, gold. Perfect. Incredible. So I'm excited to see this. I, I cannot wait to talk about this movie. Yeah, this movie is great. Okay. I can't wait for it to sweep the Oscars. Yes. I don't know. Do we know the story of how this... Be- how is this just a Roku original? I guess because... No Weary- clue. Where Yankovic is kind of not the most popular guy in the world. And so I guess here's a Roku. I don't know. Like, how- I feel like if you ask a certain group of people, he is the most popular yes. guy in the world. But if yeah. you ask like a random other person, they'd be like... Oh, yeah, okay. I yeah, guess. I know who that is, but, like... <laughs> you can't make an Oscar bait movie out of Weird, Yanko- Weird Al Yankovic's biopic. It kind of makes it more funny how it's a Roku original. <laughs> right. I don't that's know. what he would want, and that's what he, that's what he got. Yeah. What is my policeman? Some 
Harry Styles movie. Ah, uh, yeah, Styles it. movie. It's I. Is this the one that he was talking about when he was going on quote being like, all the gay sex in movies isn't tender enough, and then it's like, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he was talking about this movie, but he was like patting himself on the back for making like you know <laughs> some real romantic gay sex in all his right, movies. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna be and I was like, quote. dude. Harry Styles has had a crazy year, I'll tell you why. <laughs> I don't even know what the plot of this movie so this is. is. A, this is a, an, a prime video original movie based on a novel called My Policeman. So it is a it is a romance novel adaptation. But I guess it's gay according to that quote from one Harry Styles. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I assume there's a cop. And yeah. uh, I don't know. Who knows? I can't, I can't find a, a short enough premise for this movie, <laughs> so I can't tell you what this movie's about. Um, but that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> Is anybody here going to watch that? Probably no, not. No, okay. no. I'm, I'm done with Harry Styles movies. I don't, I don't like Harry Styles very much, and I don't like The Police. I like, I like Harry Styles fine. The art, this music's well, pretty well, good. What, I, I have who do you, I've liked a couple of When you're songs. in trouble, though, who do you call? The Police or Harry Styles? Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, and uh, as tradition with this segment where I just don't know what the fuck a movie is, what the fuck is Next Exit? Oh, Kara, do you remember? Because I, I added this to my list to watch, but I cannot remember what it is. Uh, I put it on because I figured Ryan would want to talk about it because it's got Karen Gillian in it. Oh, and Rahu Kohli. Yeah. It sounded like a, a, a spooky something. I, I heard from some early stuff that it was, I put Best Exit in my search thing. I'm so stupid. <laughs> you idiot. Um, but I've heard it's very good. Um, uh, in a world where ghosts are real and front pa- and front page news, a controversial new medical procedure allows people to peacefully kill themselves. In the midst of this breakthrough, two strangers travel across country together to end their lives, only to unexpectedly find what they've been missing along the way. I'm excited. That sounds interesting. And not just because Karen Gillan's. Was in it, it the friends we made along the way? Is that... I don't know. <laughs> uh, I like Rahu Kohli. He's, yes, he's a nice yes. man. He's great. He's, he's also very, in this. He's a very handsome man. A little too handsome. I agree. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um, devotion. This is the this is Top Gun, but not Top Gun. Does anybody else know about this movie? But Why me. Not, not a bit. No. <laughs> uh, it has um. Oh fuck! I just forgot his name from Last Black Man in San Francisco. Uh, anyways, it's like Top Gun. They're 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 fighters. They're they have they're bros. There's two bros. You know. Uh, they have a relationship, not well, not sexually, but like a friendship, Aww. like a really tight uh, friendship. My man Harry Styles has something to say about this. <laughs> uh, not enough a gay romances involving planes. Um, <laughs> I did say this. Anyways, I think I might watch just because I'm still kind of on that Top Gun high, and I bet this. I wonder if this movie just. They made this movie and just coincidentally it was the year the Top Gun Maverick came out and this just movie might do well. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if people are <laughs> right. Boost. Yeah, Get I don't know. Get that uh, updraft yeah. or whatever. <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> we know planes. <laughs> um, Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Yeah, this is uh, something he's been wanting to make for a long time, I believe. Mm. I haven't looked at anything other than I, I'm going to watch it. So oh, yeah. I don't need to know what Pinocchio looks like. I don't need to get the EW cover story of what exclusively Pinocchio looks like. In the- we have the footage. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
was like, small wooden boy. It's funny how Disney also made a Pinocchio remake yes. this year. Well, Guillermo del Toro is doing like his own thing. But that hasn't come out yet, though, right? Yeah, it did. Shut the Shut the fuck up. Can I can I tell you can I tell you my funny Pinocchio joke that I've been telling people after that movie came out? Because it came out like right after Elvis came out and Tom Hanks plays Geppetto. And I was like, I can't wait for the scene in Pinocchio where he picks up he's like, God, I wish I had a son, and he picks up his boy and he's like, he's wood. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Well yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Good job, Guillermo del Toro, getting a lot of um, Netflix checks. It sounds. Yeah, I was thinking that too. He's turning Net- in a lot of homework. Yeah, Netflix clearly was like, "We saw you won an Oscar. Um, have this blank check. Would you like please, some money? <laughs> please help us out." Uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Um, oh, we've seen it. I have thoughts on it. Well, I remember I most of my thoughts. It. I'll try to remember most of my thoughts for the next episode. Uh, but yeah, the menu. Uh, you've already seen the menu, yes. like we some fancy him. pants. We saw an early screening. Yeah, we did it at screening. <laughs> Ralph Fiennes. He's got I still don't know how to say that man's Ralph, name. Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> Sersha. Sersha. <laughs> we already had this conversation when we were talking about the Harry Potter reunion thing, because everyone in that calls him Rafe. And it's like, uh, but Rafe? I don't know, like, because they always say his full name, and his first, his last name starts with an F, so I'm like, was it Rafe? Oh, Rafe? it's like... So they say Rafe Fiennes. It's like, I don't know, I don't, uh, okay. I don't know how to say this man's name. Anyway, I'm looking forward to seeing him. He who man. shall not be named. Uh, <laughs> it's funny, because he played Voldemort. See? And oh. his name is difficult. I completely forgot that. I do. <laughs> really? <laughs> I forgot he was supposed to be. He, he's unrecognizable when he looks like a human man with a nose. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> that is fair. Uh, she said. This is a Harvey Weinstein movie. Oh, but right. But not that kind of Harvey No, no, no. <laughs> no. Not, the, not the bunch of Harvey Weinstein movies. This is not a, a bunch of the Hellraiser movies <laughs> that he made. This is a different kind of Harvey Weinstein movie. I hope this is this good. Is post-Harvey Weinstein, yeah. Harvey Weinstein I hope this movie. is good and not cringe. Yeah, That's I I'm so. too, I'm because too, the trailer is getting me not very good and yeah, a little cringe I, vibes. <laughs> it, it has uh, Zoe Kazan and uh, Carrie Mulligan. And I like Carrie Mulligan. I like them both so much, so I, I want to go in for this, but I, I do worry with any, like, you know, based on a semi-recent yeah. event that is not super chill, that, like, it'll not feel very good or feel very, you know... And also, cynically, it's, it's a movie... It's a... Well... Oscars love movies about reporters, and Oscars love movies about Hollywood, and this yes. is yeah. both. Oh, so dude. also, I'm not thrilled that Brad Pitt is a producer on this movie. Oh. Brad Pitt is a producer on a lot of things. I know, but like I don't he, get. Wasn't there a whole thing where Angelina Jolie was like almost assaulted by Harvey Weinstein, or was assaulted by Harvey Weinstein, and Brad Pitt was like. Yeah. I might be making that up, or, but it's just like, I, I, I don't trust you. It, yeah, no, that's fair. Also, I mean, Brad Pitt seems like a fucking dick. He also... He seems uninteresting. Moonlight and 12 Years a Slave. He's done a lot of things. It's fair enough. So he puts his, I think he just puts his money in a lot of pots. Yeah. But I don't know. If he was doing press tours for this movie, <laughs> that'd be weird. That'd be weird. He was like, I love this story that I am telling right here. Um, anyways, I hope don't it, ask Angelina about it or yeah, my no. reactions to anything. Anyways, I hope it's good and not lame. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Strange World. What is this? It's a new oh. Disney movie. Oh, I looked at the yes. thing and it was like no plot details have been revealed about this movie. And I'm like, what? 
I've seen I've seen stuff of it, and it feels very. Um, this looks very um, like Flash Gordon, like yes. old old comic book, old sci-fi comic book, which is which is a fun visual. Um, but because it's Disney animation, I you know, you know, it'll probably it'll either be like really solid or like okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's usually what they haven't made these things. They're just like, wow, that was fucking awesome. We're like, oh, it was all right. All right, Carrie. Strange World chronicles the legendary clades. <laughs> main researcher for Clade, who has always been a farmer and has never had the bravery of, of his family and explorers, but are forced to tackle their latest and most crucial mi- mission as they must rely on each other and put away their differences while any uncharted and treasure land of Alvobazayimla. You're not saying words. <laughs> this just sounds like one of those movies. I'm sure it's fine. Like, or one of those. <laughs> one of, it just sounds like one of those comic pulpy, like yeah, 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 Flash yeah. Gordon. And that's a said. fun idea. Yeah. But I'm, you know. What's the last Disney Pictures thing proper they did? Because um, all I can think of it. Uh, was it? Was that the last Ray-a. thing? Because Turning Red was Pixar. Yeah. Even though that feels like a Disney animation movie. Yeah, it probably was Raya. I think it was Raya. Huh. I liked Raya. It was too short. Raya's fine. I like Raya a lot. Oh, Encanto was. You're Disney. right. Oh, I didn't like Encanto. You're like the only person who doesn't like Encanto. I watched I've it and I was like, "This is fine." It's the most fine movie that ever yeah. existed, okay. and for some reason, that song <laughs> transcended. <laughs> yeah, it this was, movie it was... that nobody, nobody cared about the movie until it hit Disney Plus, and then that song blew up. Yeah. But nobody gave a shit about that movie until that moment, and that movie's fine. It's fine. It's the most fine movie ever. Sorry to my Colombian friends who maybe really like this, but that's fine. Anyways, um, a Christmas story Christmas. Apparently they're making a Christmas. So, okay, Ryan. Yes? You told me about this movie, and I'm confused. Is it like a world where the movie, a Christmas story, exists? And then they're, this is like, uh, like oh, this is like a Christmas story, the movie. Or is this Ralphie as an adult? This is Ralphie as an adult. Oh. Well, yeah. Ralphie as an adult was narrating the first movie. Yeah. It's just him. I think so. It's just him. <laughs> you um, see him talking to you. <laughs> it's just him recording stuff. <laughs> All I know is it's it's a sequel to A Christmas Story, which is a movie I do not care about. And they've made a shitty sequel to A Christmas Story. Yes. Yeah, I feel like and, there's a and bunch it's an of H- and it's an HBO Max film. It's going straight to HBO Max, which I thought... Oh, that's interesting. Going to do, do that, that anymore. anymore. Yeah. But... I guess they're like, ugh, this sucks, and it's already. I I guess it'll be. We cheaper. need something for Christmas. It'll be cheaper to finish this than Batgirl, so you know, might as well at this point. But yeah, just a very strange theme, and also a terrible title. Yeah. A Christmas yeah. Story Christmas. Yeah, it's not yeah, good. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I'm sure my family's excited about this. Yeah, probably. We're we're uh, we watch Christmas Story every year, family. My dad says we're a Christmas Story family, and we've never watched it for Christmas. <laughs> I like time. it. But <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen it. Maybe I'll watch it this Christmas. It's been a minute. Um, it's one of those ones that just is big in the in the Wiles family lore. Yeah. We quoted oh, at each other all the time. Okay. That Christmas vacation, I bring Scrooge to the table all the time. I saw Christmas vacation for the first time last Christmas. That's it's pretty, pretty good. It's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Fablemans. What's this? It's the new Steven Spielberg movie. Oh. It's like autobiographical. I yeah. Think. It's about I, a little boy who wants to make movies. Yeah, oh. and I think uh, Paul Dano plays... Paul Dano plays his dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw a tweet that was like, I love that Steven Spielberg has watched years and years of Paul Dano playing whiny weirdos. And he thought to himself, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> Very 
Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm most excited just because I want it because I feel like this will be another like Oscar movie, and I just want Paul Dano to get more yeah. representation. Representation. I and can't then, believe he's gonna get nominated for this and for his uh, work as the Riddler. I, I can't believe it either. It's <laughs> gonna be crazy. I can't believe the Batman was this year. Oh, it's so good, right? Mm. I, I need to rewatch it. I need to rewatch it. It's been so long. I always get fucked up when I think about how Death on the Nile was this. Year. That is fucking crazy. <laughs> I've had that moment multiple times, and every time I like, no, it was not. Shut the fuck up. We were seeing trailers for that before the pandemic. I know. That's <laughs> wild but you're right that was that's the one that always hits me like a bus <laughs> like, or like a big phone <laughs> <laughs> anyways um bones and all that's the speaking of army hammer the new luca guadagnino movie the guy who uh, made the new suspiria and call, uh, me by your name. call me by your name yes but this is a cannibal movie about oh, Timothy yes. Chalamet and the girl who I know from something, but I don't remember. This looks good. But yeah, this looks awesome. This looks great. And I love the idea of Army Hammer being like, you made a cannibal movie without me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, only, I'm looking forward to this. But yeah, this. this is going to be awesome. I'm very excited. Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Baby. It's about time. Where are you at, Carrie? Advanced I don't know. tickets. I feel... I, I know I, I should I'm be. I'm at this level. I'm at this level. Yeah, I know I should be excited, but I don't think I am. Have That's you, been, wa- have you been watching the trailers at all? Not a lot, no. Okay. I watched, that might like, be good. I watched like the teaser like initial trailer, but I haven't been keeping up with it as much. I've heard it's gotten good press from like early stuff, but... Mm. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be... I know it'll be fun. I'm yeah. just more like... You love Knives Out so, so much. Well, it's just yeah. weird. Like, how do you make a sequel to that? Like, other than, like, a Hercule part, like, he's going to go on another adventure. Yeah. Like, but that doesn't mean, like... Also on a boat. Exactly. <laughs> but like, the thing is, like, that's a different setup, different mm-hmm. actors, different characters. Like, the thing I like about Knives Out is that it is these rich people trying to fuck over this fuck on a like... Nobody character, and we also have fucking uh, Daniel Craig. Whoa, whoa, who's this? Like, it's like the very specific things I like about Knives Out. I don't know how you replicate. Well, necessarily translate yeah. to a new setting, new yeah. people, new dynamics. So there's a yeah. lot going into it. I'm sure it's gonna be good. I like the idea of just this guy solving another mystery. Yeah. I just am not confident that it will gel as well as the mm-hmm. first one. I think, yeah. I, Okay, well, I'm glad you're also going in that because I, yeah. I just I feel like I would only be setting myself up for disappointment. I'd rather right. be pleasantly surprised or even fucking stoked out of sure. my mind. Yeah. But right now I'm be like, it's a high bar. I know I'm gonna <laughs> have fun no matter yeah. what because I love the character and I love the way Daniel Craig plays him. So that'll be fun. I'll have that at least. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to think. So I know. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. You guys both got your tickets already. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Because huh? it's it's shown in theaters like around Thanksgiving, then it won't be on Netflix until like Christmas. December. Yeah. yeah. So you're just gonna you're just gonna post the the who does it at the end. Yeah. Or... Somehow Michael Shannon. <laughs> Crazy, right? <laughs> who, who did it? Tony Collette. It has been long enough since I've seen Knives Out though that I could watch it again. I love Knives Out. Cookies? You want your cookies? <laughs> <laughs> I will not eat one iota of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um anyways that's uh, that's what's coming in november um there's some stuff there um honestly yeah, 
we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. We shall see. It also means the year's almost over. Speaking about Death on the Nile being a movie this year, that's... <laughs> Makes sense. We're gonna put that on our list at the end of the year. And be like, why is this here? That ain't come out that year. Uh, also, I had Letitia Wright. I forgot until uh-huh. yeah. Interesting. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, I also d- didn't hate Death in the. I thought it was fine. It, 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 it was wasn't fine. as good as Murder. I haven't seen him. It was fine. Anyways, uh, Ryan, what? if people wanted to find out what other movies you think are fine. Where would they go? <laughs> if, if you go to letterbox.com and search film piece, that is me, the Ryan. Uh-huh. You can find all my thoughts on films and cinema. I watched all the Guillermo del Toro, um, Cabinet of Curiosity. Whoa, look at the... Are those in there individually? Cabinet. They're in there individually, yeah. Each one is on as an individual film. Um, lots of fun thoughts. My most popular review is uh, the one with... Uh, there's one with... Uh, Eric Andre and um, right, is that the family Charlene Lee, who I never yes. thought I'd see those two would have filmed together. Um, and my review was just nightmare blood rotation, and that's got oh. quite. Is that the one with Thanos Cosmod, which was the one that? I think, yes, that's his. That's uh, his. Yeah. Yes, one hundred percent of him thing. <laughs> okay. uh, that movie is mostly people doing drugs in a circle, though. Yeah. Carrie, where can people find you? Um, if you go to Ryan's profile and click on any one of his reviews, you'll find me leaving hate comments. You will. Was, <laughs> my my name is just my my first name, Carrie, K-A-R-R-I-E. And you can find me, uh, George at J. Cruz Oliver's 26, um, where I, I've been watching a lot of stuff lately, I guess. So, I don't know, you'll probably see my thoughts on weird hopefully i gotta remember to watch it because it's not any streaming service that i would normally browse so i just i was like how am i gonna watch this and i just went to the roku channel yeah. and it's like we know you're here for this movie here you go here's the yeah. play button i didn't even have to sign in i was like oh fuck you yeah. <laughs> um, i actually did download the roku app on my tv just to find the old quibby stuff and be like oh. ah! <laughs> and then that's it great anyways uh until next time uh take care bye bye